Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 8th of September, let's begin with updates from the city. As the India-Bharat naming dispute escalates, Karnataka CM Siddharamaya remarked that emotional issues are surfacing with the approaching Lok Sabha elections. He emphasized that since the constitution's adoption in 1949, the country is known as India and there's no need for a name change. Siddharamaya also stressed that religion doesn't discriminate. In other headlines, Municipal Administration and Hajj Minister Rahim Khan proposed region-specific menus for Indra canteens across Karnataka. New tenders will be issued in line with government decisions. Currently, 197 canteens operate, excluding BBMP, with 188 more planned. Additional canteens are proposed in various urban local bodies strategically located in key areas. Upgrades include CCTV systems and online billing. In some more news, the complete operation of Namma Metro's Purple Line is expected after September 15th, according to reports. The Kingeri, Chalaghatta and KR Puram Bipanahali stretches are pending. Once operational, the Purple Line will connect East Bengaluru to various city areas. The BMRCL has requested an early inspection by the Commissioner of Metro Rail Safety. Up next, BMTC will now charge regular fares for late night and early morning services, discontinuing the higher rates previously applied. This decision aims to provide relief to commuters during off-peak hours. BMTC Managing Director G. Satyavati issued the directive for immediate implementation, addressing concerns raised by passengers over the elevated charges for these services, which had burdened those on tighter budgets. Now on to other news. Erratic weather patterns have led to a surge in dengue cases in Karnataka, particularly in Bengaluru, which accounts for half of the reported cases. As per the state health department, there have been 6,806 cases statewide, with 3,454 in Bengaluru. The rise has prompted heightened mosquito control measures by BBMP officials. Efforts include health checks near confirmed cases, hospital monitoring and citywide awareness campaigns. Moving on, a rare white sambar deer was photographed in Kaveri Wildlife Sanctuary's Sangama range by Dr. Sanjay Gubbi and his team during leopard studies. The female sambar was seen with another adult, marking the first record of a leucistic sambar in this area. This condition, leucism, results in pale skin due to pigmentation absence. Gubbi emphasized the importance of conserving this unique landscape, noting previous discoveries like a honey badger and albino dhole. Meanwhile, Dr. Sharan Prakash Patil, the medical education minister, launched a unique pain clinic at Victoria Hospital recently. This clinic specializes in acute and chronic pain management for conditions such as cancer and musculoskeletal, spinal and joint issues. Operating from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., it is overseen by the hospital's anesthesia department. Despite being a recent pilot project, the clinic has already assisted over 200 individuals. Additionally, Minister Patil unveiled the hospital's second MRI machine. On a different note, a coalition of retired professors, bureaucrats and entrepreneurs from various sectors have rallied behind the IIM Bangalore faculty who advocated against the spread of misinformation and hate speech. They call for healthy debates instead of criticism. The group underscores the importance of true independence, asserting that every stakeholder has the right to analyze information independently. They emphasize the need for thoughtful reflection and counter-arguments, deeming the response by opposing civil servants undemocratic. National News Moving on to the national news, Prime Minister Narendra Modi advocated for a rules-based global order in the Asian century amidst the COVID-19 aftermath. 
He presented a 12-point plan at the ASEAN India Summit in Jakarta, emphasizing cooperation with ASEAN for a free Indo-Pacific and amplifying global South voices. The plan spans connectivity, digital infrastructure and counter-terrorism, envisioning a multimodal corridor linking India, Southeast Asia, West Asia and Europe. Meanwhile, Madhya Pradesh CM Shivrat Singh Chauhan inaugurated Sanchi Nagar in Raisan district as India's first solar city. An agreement between the state's Renewable Energy Department and IIT Kanpur was signed to make Sanchi a net-zero city. Chauhan praised the shift towards renewable energy, citing a 600-megawatt capacity plant in Omkareshwar. He highlighted the adverse environmental impact of coal-based electricity production and commended Sanchi's 3-megawatt solar project. In more news, the Maharashtra government aims to elevate Mumbai into an international tourist destination by hosting the annual Mumbai International Festival. Scheduled for January 20-28, 2024, the initiative received approval from a cabinet meeting chaired by CM Eknath Shinde. The festival will be organized by the Mumbai International Festival Foundation, led by Anand Mahindra and featuring prominent figures like Sachin Tendulkar. This endeavor seeks to enhance tourism, capitalizing on Mumbai's popularity. Shifting our focus, India Solar Probe Aditya L1 en route to Lagrange Point 1 snapped a selfie featuring its largest payload, VELC and SUIT instruments recently. The Indian Space and Research Organization reported the camera also captured Earth and the Moon on the second day of its four-month journey. Launched on September 2nd, Aditya L1 recently completed its second Earth-bound maneuver, reaching an orbit of 282 kilometers into 40,225 kilometers. In a general weather update for the country, the India Meteorological Department forecasts a temperature dip and overcast conditions in New Delhi during the upcoming G20 summit at Bharat Mandapam Pragati Maidan from September 9th to 10th. Expect cooler weather with cloudy skies, strong winds and regular updates through special bulletins and an additional automatic weather station installed for accurate forecasts near the summit venue. The IMD is closely monitoring weather conditions for the event. International News Turning our attention to international news, Mexico's Supreme Court in a landmark decision annulled a federal law criminalizing abortion, affirming a 2021 ruling that such penalties were unconstitutional. While initially applicable only in Coahuila, this nationwide decree expands abortion access, a significant win for pro-choice advocates in Catholic-majority Mexico. This mirrors a broader trend of reproductive rights progress in Latin America, though the United States has seen increased restrictions on abortion. In ongoing news, Vice Premier Liu Guozhong will lead a Chinese Communist Party and government delegation to join North Korea's 75th anniversary celebration on September 9th, as invited by the Central Committee of the Ruling Workers' Party of Korea and the Government of the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. This follows a recent visit by a Chinese delegation to Pyongyang for a military parade marking the 70th anniversary of the end of the Korean War. In a recent development, Brazil is poised to surpass the United States as the world's leading corn exporter in 2023, marking a shift in the long-standing U.S. dominance in the market. The South American agricultural powerhouse is set to export 50 million tons of corn, outpacing U.S. exports, according to the National Supply Company. This rise is attributed to Brazil's favorable climate, allowing for three annual harvests along with significant productivity gains. In some other news, Japan successfully launched a rocket from the Tanegashima Space Center carrying an X-ray telescope to explore the universe's origins and a small lunar lander. The mission, conducted in cooperation with NASA, will analyze light strength, object temperatures, shapes and brightness at various wavelengths. 
the X-ray imaging and spectroscopy mission XRISM satellite will study intergalactic matter to understand celestial formation and shed light on the universe's creation, according to JAXA. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. The NPCI introduced a range of new payment features on the UPI platform, including conversational transactions. RBI Governor Shaktikanta Das unveiled these products at the Global Fintech Festival, aiming to bolster UPI towards achieving 100 billion monthly transactions. Hello UPI enables voice-enabled UPI payments in Hindi and English through apps, telecom calls and IoT devices, with plans to expand to regional languages. In more business news, Reliance Retail Ventures Limited has acquired a 51% majority stake in Alia Bhatt's kids and maternity wear brand, Edamama. Launched in 2020, the brand emphasizes sustainability and ethical sourcing. The collaboration aims to expand into personal care, baby furniture, children's storybooks and an animated series. This venture bolsters Reliance's presence in the kids' wear segment, complementing its existing operations through trends and mother care. Next up, in some tech news, the European Union is targeting 22 gatekeeper services operated by major fintech firms like Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, Meta, Microsoft and ByteDance's TikTok under the Digital Markets Act. It's aimed at levelling the competition field and improving service access and compatibility in Europe. Companies with over 45 million monthly users and a market cap of 75 billion euros must comply. Google faces stricter rules, including for Android, Maps and Search. Moving on, United Breweries has appointed Vivek Gupta as its Managing Director and CEO, effective September 25th. Gupta, an engineering graduate with an MBA from IIM Ahmedabad, brings extensive experience from MNCs and startups, including PNG and Udan.com. He will lead the premiumization of UBL's portfolio and strengthen the iconic Kingfisher brand. Jaco van der Linden, regional president APAC of Heineken, expressed confidence in Gupta's ability to navigate complex business environments. In market news for September 8th, the Sensex surged by 376.59 points or 0.57% increase, reaching 66,257.11, while the Nifty rose by 114.30 points or 0.58% to 19,725.30. Among the listed shares, 1,878 advanced, 1,233 declined and 102 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee faced depreciation due to a robust US dollar and continued surges in crude oil prices. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Actor Shilpa Shetty will take on the role of a rebellious homemaker in the film Suki, as shown in its recently released trailer. The story follows her journey from domestic responsibilities to rediscovering her youthful spirit during a school reunion trip to Delhi. The film is set to release on September 22nd and emphasizes themes of empowerment and self-discovery, showcasing a women-led team in its production. In news from Hollywood, Travis Barker expressed gratitude that his unborn child is safe after his pregnant wife, Kourtney Kardashian, underwent an urgent fetal surgery. The couple's hospital visit had sparked concern, leading to Travis postponing a tour for an urgent family matter. Courtney, now back home, shared her appreciation for the medical team and her husband's support in a heartfelt Instagram post. She praised other mothers who faced similar challenges. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Vijay Devrakonda's celebration of his latest film, Kushi, included a promise to donate rupees 1 lakh each to 100 families. Producer Abhishek Nama, who bankrolled world-famous lover, 
Another film that starred Vijay responded with a request for similar support after facing an 8 crore loss in the film's distribution. Nama expressed mock gratitude for Devrakonda's generosity and urged assistance for exhibitors and distributors' families. Spooler Sports In sports news during Pakistan's Asia Cup Super 4 match against Bangladesh, Babar Azam, the ODI captain, secured a notable milestone. Scoring 17 runs of 22 balls, he reached 2000 runs as captain in ODIs in just 31 innings, surpassing Virat Kohli. This establishes him as the quickest captain to achieve this feat, underscoring his exceptional batting prowess since taking over in 2019. In more sports updates, UEFA plans to distribute revamped Champions League prize money based on merit and extend shares to more European teams not qualifying, a change intended to reduce guaranteed payouts to wealthy clubs. The move comes with a renewed working agreement with the European Club Association through 2030. The revamp for next year's Champions League includes 36 teams, each guaranteed 8 games with an estimated total revenue of 4.4 billion euros. Wrapping up sports news in a pivotal moment during his US Open quarterfinal, Carlos Alcaraz faced a challenge from Alexander Zverev. At 3-all in the first set, Zverev had a chance to break. However, Alcaraz held his ground, turned the tables and secured the set 6-3. He went on to dominate the match 6-3-6-2-6-4, inching closer to potentially making history with consecutive titles at Flushing Meadows. Bengaluru Buzz Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready to witness a soulful musical event, Ibadat, a Sufi music night, happening live at Go Native HSR Layout on the 9th of September at 7:30 p.m. Catch the insanely funny Ravi Rao as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Old Monk New Jokes, performing live at the Art Gully Studio, Koramangla 4th Block on the 9th of September at 8:30 p.m. Enjoy an extraordinary Bharatnatyam choreography showcased by the Radha Kalpa Dance School happening at the Shunya Center for Art and Somatic Practices Lal Bagh Main Road on the 10th of September at 9 a.m. Interested in a sushi making class? Here's something for you. Join an exclusive sushi masterclass and learn the art of making sushi at Stone Street by Beehive BTM Layout on the 10th of September at 4 p.m. You can also catch the city's favorite comics in their latest outing, Laughter Junction, performing live at the Marquee Nightclub Martha Halli on the 9th of September at 6:30 p.m. Bengaluru weather. And finally the weather in Bengaluru on the 8th of September the sky is expected to be mostly overcast with no rainfall anticipated. Temperatures will range from a pleasant low of 20 degrees Celsius to a warm high of 27 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index considering both temperature and humidity is projected to reach 29 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast Skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast, powered by Spooler.